There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talkers, happy hump day. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia. It is the start of the 4 o'clock hour. Little random thoughts, some Hollywood speak. What else are we going to get into now? Well, I need to say... um, About our girl, Shaletta, she is such a warrior, and um, she was on Minnesota Live this morning. Oh, uh, yes. Downstairs here on Channel 5, and um, she's gotten more companies to take part in the very first job fair for adults with autism, which is tomorrow from 10 to 12 p.m. at the State Services for the Blind. Um, Shaletta makes me laugh or go to the Lori and Julia show page from Monday. We've got the link to all the mm-hmm. information called one of my friends today whose son has autism. And I said, I just want to make sure you're aware of it. Not only am I aware of it, I've shared it with the autism services that my son goes, you know, and just, I just hope people show up and know about there are this. companies that are ready to hire. Yeah. And uh, she was they, so cute. She's driving in today yeah. to do the interview and she goes, Anderson windows just said they're in. I mean, these are Bremer bake Anderson windows. Some of the other companies that can't I really think target M health. Yeah. Um, Fairview. Some, some, so people, I hope you take advantage of this opportunity because it's yeah. never happened before. And she just, she has, she just said, you know, I'm pushing hope. Yeah. And she was just so lovely this well, she morning. she was reached out, you know, too. It's Honor People with Disabilities Month. month. But yes. she's like, well, what are we doing for people with yeah. disabilities? So and, I just wanted and, to, uh, yes. kids or adults, you know, people with autism, you know, you might discount, you know. but Great workers. Great workers. Great workers, in, great opportunities. And wanting to work, too. Yes. Yeah. So I just wanted to give that yeah, a shout good. out. And on the other side, I just want to give a shout out to the Kowalski's grocery stores and markets they're celebrating their 40th anniversary oh that's a lot i remember when they first opened and it's like what is this oh because so the fancy. east oh. the west side of town you guys had i think it was Byerly's. and on this side of town we didn't have anything yes yeah. and then we got kowalski's mm-hmm. and it's they do such beautiful food they have such great stuff there they've got great gifts Mm-hmm. to it i mean it's grocery shopping with gifts i mean we love it and the family's wonderful so just congratulations to them for 40 years yeah no kidding i just thought wow we've been around i oh. remember the first time i went to beverly hills when i was like 25 and i went to um i can't remember what the I know fancy what it is. grocery store we go is. there 
Whole Foods? No, 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 no. no, 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 no fancy, no. fancy. Fancy. Um, Lori, we go there. Yeah, it, but I've never been in a fancy yes. grocery store. First of all, because I lived in Minneapolis, and so I hadn't been over to St. Paul. And then when, you know, I, me- I remember marrying Casey and going to Kowalski's, and it was like birds were singing and the sun was shining. I was like, oh, this reminds me of the Beverly Hills grocery store. I'm trying to, Lori, we go to this ear place. Horn, ear horn? No. No, no Bristol no, Farms. Bristol Farms was one of them. Bristol Farms, but it's another one that's over by Silver or over by the Scientology Center. <gasps> that's where I'm going to start. Yes, but really, the first time you've ever experienced it in a I, fancy yes grocery store, food with ready to beautiful go, beautiful lighting, oh. and small. It didn't seem overwhelming, and it had it was like a boutique for food for food. And it still kind of is. Still is, and everything's so wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm going to start with the Scientology Center. So Gleason's Market. Yes, Gleason's Market. That's the one right by the Scientology building over there. Yes. So the Scientology Center is where I'm going to start. Okay. Lori's doing Brittany, and I'm doing John Stamos. Not literally, but figuratively. So the books, (laughs) the books. books. And so with John, I'm listening to John. You read Brittany. And John is very, pretty much matter of fact, you know, he has had so many experiences. I just love him. And he was a Southern, he grew up in He grew up right there in LA. Right. Wanted to be famous. Wanted to be famous. And the very first kind of set that someone got him to be an extra on was when they were filming the movie Grease. And he saw John Travolta in the black suit with the pink shirt and the pink pocket Mm -mm. thing. And he's just like, "Wow, wow, that's a star. Yeah. And so he ends up getting this job on um before he gets the job like at general Ho- at, no general no. hospital okay. but yeah he did something there mm-hmm. but he always you know he went to acting school then he got in this acting school with these other people did he get recruited this is what i'm going to tell you this gal let's call her mill or millie or something says you know what and she's kind of hot mm-hmm. and um he's in acting school and she says you know i've got something for you i think this will really help you with your acting and she's kind of being sexy, like and coy about yeah, it. Yeah, coy kind of. You know, I. Why don't you just take this home and and after you know acting tomorrow night, why don't you meet me at this place? You mm-hmm. know, please, kind of yeah, putting yeah, her yeah, breasts yeah. out at him, right, trying right, to right. kind of seduce him. Like, yeah. I think this would be good for us, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So he goes to the Scientology Center. Mm-hmm. He never has time to read the book. You know, he's just, of course not. It's eight hundred pounds, yeah. and, it's, and he's just felt like it was a bunch of fully blue. Yeah. So he goes. And they take him in, and he's like, it looks like you're in the middle of a spaceship. Mm-hmm. The, you know, Dianotics, Ron Hubbard, the Celebrity Center, but it's, but there's it, parts it of it. It seems so cheesy sci fi now, but the outside, that's an impressive, it's an it looks impressive, like a uh, Normandy castle. It does. And on the inside, there's rooms that still look like that, and mm-hmm. then there's the space, ca- you yeah. know, kind of the Star Trek side. So creepy. So he gets taken in. You know, thanks for coming, you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And they kind of immediately take him to this small room where they're going to do the e-meters. And, and ask him a series of questions. Yeah. So the e-meters grant, and for anybody else about Scientology, everyone's described them the exact same way. It looks like you're holding on to two Coke cans mm-hmm. with wires between them. Mm-hmm. And they go to a, 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 a machine. Thing, machine that's kind of it like... clicks, a, like a geom... Like a Geiger counter. Counter, yeah. You know, it's kind the of silliest thing. thing. It's like, you know, it's like something out of a bad 50s movie. Yeah, okay. so they, they, he holds <laughs> on to these two cans and they ask him weird things about his sexual experiences. Do you ever think about timetables are you ever focused on, i mean they ask the weirdest weirdest questions and then they always veer back in 
to have you ever thought about killing anyone right. or have you ever fantasized about rape? And so it's weird. weird. And he didn't even get that far yeah. because immediately he wasn't in there long. And, and he, he just out. said they they escorted him out. Yeah, because he, he was, was laughing so, so hard. He's just, like, "This is ridiculous." Just why am I here? Are you guys auditioning me for some bad B movie? I, I could just it. hear him. But they would recruit, of course, and we know this from all the actors that were in it at acting schools. Yes, when people and this are young been, and vulnerable. This would have been what late seventies? No, early eighties. Early eighties, late seventies. Yeah, probably. When he was blacky because yeah. I was. Yeah, yeah. I just General Hospital. He was like eighteen. So. Yeah, Scientology really. That was just a funny. Yeah, they got they mined they mined so many people out of money in that town. Holy cow! And they sometimes did deliver stardom. Yeah, you know they were able to make that happen. And I think Tom Cruise got into it because they whatever Mimi Driver. Yeah, but through that, but they also helped him. His big challenge. He had dyslexia and whatever kind of teaching thing they had for reading worked for him. Yep. And as an actor, dyslexia really would make acting be hard. Because you have to read so yeah, much. Well, you have to memorize you too. So yeah. what if you so all of that? Well, speaking of Scientology, but, oh, tell me. I mean, because uh, uh, I I couldn't believe this, but you know, remember when Bijou so Dan, Danny Masterson, he's finally convicted of serial rape and abuse yes, and yes. During his two trials, the wife stood by him and everything. And then after he was convicted, we find years, out the Jada Pinkett Smith thing. They've been separated for five years, haven't lived together. Well, guess who has declared Danny Masterson a suppressive person? Not because he was convicted of rape and abuse. Church of Scientology said he's out because he hasn't held up the standards of Scientology. Oh, geez. While they're still saying that he is innocent and letting their church members know. That Leah Remini is a suppressive person for putting Danny down. Danny is not out of the church because of what he did, but because there were other standards he wasn't upholding. The balls of this quote-unquote church. After standing, paying for his legal fees, doing uh-huh. everything to... Marrying the women. And now he can't be one of them anymore. Right, but not because of this. They're right. making, uh, let it be known, they are the most two-faced... I don't even know if Unbelievable the place is still open downtown St. Paul. It is. I went by Did the you? other day. You could fire a cannon in there and, and not a piece of, maybe some paper would fall. <laughs> they have enough money to keep <laughs> There's the nobody in there. That's wild. Yeah. All right. When we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have a question from one of our listeners. She was told she needs to split everything 50-50. Is this true? It's not that black and white. Our law says that there will be a fair and equitable distribution of the marital estate. Your marital estate talks about what you own and what you owe. Most cases, equitable usually means equal, but there can be facts in certain circumstances under which one party's awarded more assets or one party's awarded more debts. It's really a case-by-case basis, and that's why you're really need to come in and talk to an attorney about what your particular case entails. So what does that mean for her house and her 401k? Again, it's really a case-by-case basis. And remember, dividing things equally, even if you're doing that, doesn't mean you're necessarily splitting every single asset. So there's lots of different ways to do it, depending on what people want, what their goals are, and how you can reach resolution. That's really good information. I bet a lot of other listeners want to know this. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. 
You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is. For crying out loud, we can't stop talking over here. I know, because um, the, the Countess Luann is going to be at Mystic a week from Friday. How exciting. November 3rd. I, you know, I went to her Christmas show, her Christmas cabaret. I had a ball. An absolute blast. Okay. She travels with the whole band and a band leader. She looked it's like a, a very she highly looked like produced. a million bucks the other night. Oh, and Andy yeah. Cohen, yeah. Yeah. She's gonna be at BravoCon then at then next Saturday. So she's really packing it in. Okay, so here's the deal. Here are some random randomness. Okay. okay? That wasn't um, random enough. It was really <laughs> random. Okay, so um Trixie Mattel, who we met, who other people would know from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3. She was the winner. But we met her this year on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City when um, the girls went to Trixie's Motel in Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. This beautiful pink, beautiful 1950s Barbie setting hotel. Motel, Motel, yeah. Oh, I just loved it. And those girls were so, uh, that that was a great episode. Actually, it was double episodes. Trixie was in for two episodes. I I, I thought loved, so. I she loved was, it. So here's what's happening is the Property Brothers, she's already had a show on HGTV when she renovated this motel. Well, yeah. She's going to do more. She's into real estate and property. So the, um, she's going to be on an HGTV for show Trixie. by the Property Brothers. It's called Trixie Mattel, Drag Me Home. <laughs> and it's her and her partner, David Silver's latest real estate venture as they move into their dream home in L.A. Oh. So this is going to be a four-part, one-hour show next summer. I was curious. I never got around to Googling like what it would be to rent out the Trixie Motel. I did. I went on there, yeah. but it was very hard. To Some places out. just don't give you easy pricing. Oh, got I'm it. sure everyone wants to go there now after what they saw. That would be such Unsolved a fun City. girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would just be, you don't have the, the best prices stay Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday yes. night. <laughs> it just looks so fun. Yeah. So I thought of that. Now, this is a wild case that I don't know if you're familiar with but i know you're familiar with the ritz carlson carlton at, um carlton yeah did i call it carlson ritz, ritz carlson which is ritz carlton's cousin it's like a <laughs> motel six <laughs> but at the half moon bay location oh it's gorgeous love okay so there is this huge lawsuit so a couple went there and they stayed the ritz carlton half, half moon, moon bay, bay. They're from, you're talking northern yeah. california yes I okay am. So a couple went there to celebrate their 22nd anniversary. They are frequent flyers of the Ritz-Carlton mm-hmm. properties, and they're a Mar- they have the Marriott yeah. flag, so they do it all the time. So she, um, in the mid- during their four-night stay, Jane Doe ordered water to her room and sipped from a hotel-branded water bottle that would say Ritz-Carlton on the outside. And Carlton. In little- Carlton, yeah, not why Rich I, Carlson. Why I, I don't getting, know. I don't think you have Carlson country companies right now. Country companies. <laughs> Just be quiet. I'm, I'm doing... This is what happens when you read an email in the middle of work. Okay. Okay, that's why you can't do it this. because my mind is on... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So let me go back to the show. I am present here right now. So in the middle of the night, she's drinking this water bottle. And she realized that the taste and the texture of the water she had ingested may have been semen. Oh, okay. okay. Just wait, just wait, just wait, Lori. She was mortified, embarrassed, humiliated, but shared her suspicion with her husband. According to the court documents, they, you know... So they, the Ritz-Carlton sent the bottle of water to a laboratory for analysis, and the testing did, in fact, confirm that the water contained <gasps> semen. Oh! So she is just going crazy. Now there's a court case. So the headline, Carl, Ritz-Carlton guest Seuss Hotel after staffer served her semen-contaminated water. And the Were they that bad at tippers? I have no <laughs> idea. It was their fourth. It you was know there. what I mean? Like people are like, God, these people don't even tip. Uh, She's traumatized. Right. She went on to seek therapy, and oh, basically, yeah. Yeah. because she doesn't know if there is any sexual transmitted diseases, or she ingested something they don't know what this person had who yeah, jacked no, off in no, the water that, bottle. That, that isn't it. It's it's the and it's the it's the nasty. It's intense. just gross. But yeah. she that's part of this lawsuit. Well, yeah, she's sexual. having to do all that. But she's traumatized. If if I'm the Ritz Carlton, if I'm the I am going to I am going to inquire about her tipping. Okay, <laughs> but the water bottle. I've always been reluctant to send anything back at a restaurant because me too. I, I'm like, what if somebody just goes poo? And Never. even though I know that they're not, but what if they do? Never. Like, my favorite, only- my favorite sending someone back story, and I'm yeah. just going to take a one. Okay. Happened in Trigo, Wisconsin, on Highway 53. Wow. My ex and I went in to get a little breakfast, and I think we were with my sister-in-law at the time, my brother-in-law. We go in to get a little breakfast. And it's a one room thing, like it's all open, like my the, favorite kind of a place. But but like the kitchen's exposed, everything yes. is exposed. Like tavern, kind of. tavern, like yeah. all we're all in the same room. Mm-hmm. And my eggs were pure runniness, and I don't know if there were mines or someone else at the table. And the waitress took our plate or the plate and walked ten steps to the left of us, opened the microwave up, and put them in the microwave. Oh, <laughs> I love that. We laughed so hard. We're like, oh. Not even a word. There's no room on the griddle for you. (laughs) So that happened. I I just had that vision of that. Because it's like right here. Going over to warm up your coffee. Let me get those eggs for you. I mean, I'm not excusing whoever did this, but I do wonder about what would make someone do that because that's right. like so scornful. It's like the biggest bleep it you is. that you could give. So I don't want to blame the victim, but yet here I am. But I'm wondering I, if she's okay. a bad tipper. But, but so so in this lawsuit, yeah. the um the Ritz Carlton is hindering the lawsuit from moving forward because they've already said it did have semen in it, but they won't say whose it is because she wants to know the profile of this person yeah. if she got anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. also, you know, this this is bad behavior for the Ritz. And they all they gave them, they the Ritz Carlton. the guy. Or, Ritz Carlton right? gave them a few me- measly reward points. Yeah. Well, you know, they should have, they could have offered some money, but they uh, could have. But so anyway, this lawsuit's going on. Going on. Well, TBD. Good TBD for. 
I just thought Keep that informed. we hadn't heard this one before. No, we have I'm gonna not file heard that, that one. one. Uh-huh. I'm going to file that one and scrotum them in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's not right in, in, a, it's really, in a bottle. It's really bad. It wasn't. It was yeah. that exactly. Okay, so this lady bought a kind of pleather one piece caramel brown jumpsuit and posted on Instagram that her suit has magic powers. Oh. And um, <laughs> he bought it from like a. What's what's that store that we waited to come from Spain forever? That's at the mall. Zara. Zara's from like a Zara store where everything always works from there. So here she is doing this little thing. She puts on her cute suit and she always likes everything from let's just say a store like Zara. Yeah. Because I don't want to say it's them. And then this is what happens every time she bounced so I, over. I bought this jumpsuit at a boutique and I love all of their stuff, but they did me dirty and I demand an apology because this jumpsuit. I found out something interesting about it today. Yeah. Every time I bend down, it sounds like I'm farting. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> sounds like a Canadian goose. Yeah, it does. It, it does. I mean, so she's wearing this pleather suit. It's hysterical. It's, so- it's like a trick suit. Yeah. It's a trick suit. Yeah, she probably needs like to be cornstarched or something. She's oh. having friction in Maybe the opposite direction. Maybe she's not wearing direction. underwear. I, I was trying to figure out, because once you get them on, if you sweat, how are you getting that stuff off? Yeah, yeah. No, there was something. It was pretty funny. Yeah, very it's kind funny. of a cute thing. Very, very <laughs> funny. It's like when that... you buy the shoes that squeak or oh, something, yeah. and you just like, oh, I hate these shoes. Why do they keep doing this? Go to the show page and watch the video. It's just kind it's of funny. Than the audio. <laughs> it's funny. Don't buy those pleather things. You can't get out of them if you sweat. That would be my biggest fear. I'm thinking of latex. You can get in and out of pleather, but you a jumpsuit. Peel them off. Ugh. Inside out. (laughs) Inside out. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Okay, so a really good follow on Instagram is El Burrito Mercado. They have so many fun posts with so many great pictures of events that are happening with wonderful food that they have. And um, they just have wonderful things there. And I'm telling you, I get so hungry when I look at it. But El Burrito Mercado is authentic Mexican food that is a second generation Um in its second generation, it's run by the women of the family now, um, and it's a family family business, and the whole family works together there, and they've really captured this corner on Cesar Chavez uh, Street in West St. Paul that is just everything wonderful. They have the Mercado, where you can buy all your authentic Mexican groceries, and the, the carnes, the meats that are sliced in different ways that you can't even imagine, and fabulous. Um, they've got a gift store with fabulous... Um, gifts that you can get people and the restaurant is to die for they have happy hour they have the patio they it's a wonderful place El Burrito Mercado we still can't sing we just realized that before we turn on our mics yes, we, I'm singing it here we are delighted right now to be joined by our dear friend Ryan McEnany from Bailey's Farms and the book you wrote was called Field Guide to Outside Style which is yes. gorgeous, gorgeous 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 and you are also he was our first PR connection on the red carpet <laughs> in Hollywood. It was literally one of the most memorable experiences <laughs> of my life when we first met in person. Of everything that I did out there, that is one that sticks out in my Meeting mind. Us? More Yes. Yes, I because know. Because I only heard of you. Right. Because we... I lived out there already when the show started. Right. And so my dad was like, oh, you've got to meet our friend Julia. And I, I worked out in your basement at 5 a.m. Yeah. or some god-awful time <laughs> with Terry yeah. and your dad. I mean, it was hardcore. Well, And I don't remember if I had Joan Allen or Tom Ford at that Joan point. You had Joan Allen and you had But all of a sudden Quinn. I heard, Ryan! And I was like, I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> no one should know my name, but... 
Here we are. Here we are all these years <laughs> later because you work for P... PMK. I was at PMK. Yes. Big, big I was just deal. watching an old um, Mariah video that resurfaced, and they were talking about, like, what's the funniest celebrity interviews? And there was one with her and someone from MTV where Cindy... The CEO of PMK had like jumped in and cut them off. And the reporter was like, we are literally on a boat. There's nowhere you can go. Don't cut me off. And Mariah was just sitting there, you know, being Mariah and rolling her eyes. And we're like, let's just get this done with. Yes. So funny. She's so (laughs) fun. So yes, the good old PMK days. She's so fun. Okay, so. I have to share a very delightful (laughs) story that, and anecdote that Brittany shares it's in the only the time so Mariah Carey is in her book. And they, it was like, she'd been like a year into the conservatorship or something, but she meets, she was getting honored at the VMAs, but she gets, she wants to meet Mariah Carey. And she opens the door and she said, and I see this amazing light. And what I had come to know is that Mariah <laughs> knew about ring lights 20 years before the rest of us. And she, she said, said that? yes. She said she was bathed in the most amazing light. And she said, come in, darling. Stand on this side. I got to get my good side, darling. And Brittany was just like, it was, she said, one of the highlights of my life. And I can never not refer to her as anything other than Mariah Carey. Isn't it amazing? It was like such a great, (laughs) respectful story. And, you know, she's a queen. Yeah, queen. And she knows her light. She knows her angle. Mm -hmm. Always has. And she said. She said, you all might not realize this, but she was doing this way before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And remember, she had she had the Hello Kitty fascination, mm-hmm. and then she had the humidifier room. Yeah. I mean, she really, she was on it. She, so. You worked I, for her. I worked with her, I yeah. Know you and did. so, one of She's on my first today. times, <laughs> if she is, hey, girl. <laughs> I'm coming to Chicago to see her for her Christmas show. Oh. So, Fun. yeah, it's been a long time. So I remember one of the first times that I was at her place in New York, we we had to do the tour like 12 times, which was fine. But, you know, like it was the place where she did cribs. And so you got to see like the shoes and like, remember how she was like in the bathtub oh, and all yes, of that. Yes. And then the Marilyn piano Monroe room. piano. Oh, yes. 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 We had to see the Marilyn piano a hundred times. But like also... I was like 25. So like to be in the room with Mariah, who oh, like as a young gay boy that grew yeah, up, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. she was everything. And then with the Marilyn Mar- Monroe piano, pretty dang cool. Oh, yeah, I would say cool. pretty damn cool. <laughs> okay, okay, so all right, I have to ask you a PR question. And this Bailey is... Bailey Nurseries, I want to correct myself. I said Bailey Farms. <laughs> yeah, every time, Julia. I, I know I do. Because I live out there in Woodbury, and it used to be a farm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nursery. Um, Okay, so, you know, I ha- I just have to ask you that um, now that Britney Spears' book is out and, you know, there were little teases and this and that, but really the experience of reading Britney's words and her words in context is so powerful, I just have to say. And um, Justin Timberlake um, basically confirming what many of us believed about him was that he's a giant con who slut chained mm-hmm. Britney every chance mm-hmm. he could for years and years and years and then did Janet Jackson dirty. He's mm-hmm. been a douchebag for a long time. He's cheated on his current wife, Jessica Biel. So now when you read this book, one of the things I felt was I was in... She writes lovingly about Justin Timberlake in many ways, but... I was infuriated with her family and I was infuriated with the men in her life 
that trashed her so badly. I wonder, is there repute? Can he come back from this? Because he's been exposed now as a giant con on an even bigger level, and he's dodged many things, even his half-assed apology to Brittany and two years ago ago and, and Janet Jackson were very lame. Um, and Brittany has no, this bitterness is coming straight from how mm-hmm. I have always felt about him. But I feel like this book has now gone on to sell 15 million copies. It's huge, yeah. huge, huge. And I wonder, are there crisis meetings happening? Oh, I mean, there for sure are. There are probably maybe some divorce conversations mm-hmm. happening as well. But no, I don't know that he can recover from it. At least like from a PR standpoint. Like, this is when you, like, sit down and shut up and don't say, we're just moving on and, like, we're get over the past. Like, he's in a picture on. of his kids. He did it the first day. day. He yeah. hit hard yep. with all these things. Here's me and my kids. Here's everyone should move on. Ooh. Why wouldn't someone advise him to do that? Or is it just his ego? Justin Timberlake. Because I mean, a I PR feel like expert it's wouldn't say do this. No. That's, you sit down and shut up. Yes. And, like, let's let it move on. But... He has had so many of these moments where he just drops mm-hmm. from like the precipice that he was yeah. that like maybe at that point he could and look at what happened with Janet. He more or less weathered that storm, but as more and more of these are coming out, he's just I I I don't think he can. And even look at like the big push they did around the NSYNC reunion. Yes. yes. That didn't that was, go anywhere. It didn't go and anywhere. Especially now with this coming out with Britney, like And I this wonder is the conversation. if that was planned to, to come try back. and yes. soften because yes. of this Trolls movie that's coming out in November that they have a song. So if that wasn't an orchestrated thing, it feels like it was, was yeah. it? Oh, for sure. They knew that this was coming. Okay. They knew it was coming. Okay, mm-hmm. so here's my thing. Lori has had hardcore feelings about JT for a long time. Um, and valid, you know, and so in your, if, in PR, you still are for Bailey Nurseries, the home <laughs> of the, the endless summer hydrangea and popcorn hydrangea and i know i know i'm saying it wrong (laughs) i knew you'd correct me ryan and my friend and laurie's friend um does does he have um why wouldn't he like knowing this was coming out give the people a bone to like him like the nsync people just go perform with them at least no drew you're missing i i know but i I really think so many people if you're an NSYNC fan, though, and you know mm-hmm. that those guys are all willing to do it, mm-hmm. and he's the holdup because his ego's too yep. big, wouldn't that have made sense to do a while back? It would have made sense. But again, I I think you're right. that There's so much ego in it. And he's we've seen that Madonna. over and over and over that it's, I don't know, it's hard to recover. He's boxed himself in, too. He's been a prima donna about NSYNC. He has dissed his brothers that came up with him. You yep. know, um, Brittany writes very lovingly about the Mickey Mouse Club. Well, and, and Lance was just with her yes, and with his kids a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he also, like 10 years ago, declared, right around when Brittany was in Vegas, that going to never, Vegas and having a residency was for has-been. Remember yep. that? Don't mm-hmm. you remember that? Yep. And I thought... You should be so lucky to get a residency in Las Vegas, dude. But I think one of the things that's so cool, and I haven't read the whole book yet, but Lori, you brought it up that she is speaking of all this like trauma and terrible stuff that she's gone through. She is speaking so lovingly about some of these people. And she's she's also said like, yeah, this is my past and I am past it now, Mm -hmm. which I think is so cool. And like as another, you know. 
Britney fan from being a right. young gay boy yes. in the 2000s yeah. that like to see that growth is really exciting. And also then you see her like dancing with knives on Instagram. And so like there's a little bit of both we have to contend with here. Yes. But she's also like she's living her life. She's always been authentic. Yep. You know, and she even it's so moving where when you see where she was coming from with uh, uh, the postpartum mm-hmm. severe postpartum depression, which she's like, she said, I am encouraging any, you know, moms out there that are feeling this low that you didn't ha- have to suffer. And she suffered. All no one she lost her reached out yeah. to her and said, are you okay? Not her mom, not her dad, nobody. It's really heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, she was the moneymaker. And yes. so just throw her on stage. One of the other pieces I read was about like how tight her wig was and how she would just go out and kind of half-ass her the performances because she's like, they're making me do this and I am not well. Yeah. And so I'm just not going to give it 100%. Yeah, she really brings you on your journey with you. You really, really feel for her. And for for Justin, there are two devastating sentences in the book that it's just kind of her being matter of fact. I, I'm not going to share it now. He's, I'm sharing it at five. But He's been holding out all day. All day, <laughs> all day on it. But yeah, I just, I just thought, um, you know, because he really had an opportunity after Framing Britney Spears came out and yep. the Janet Jackson, the two New York Times, and he issued a lame-ass notes app that wasn't... I know no PR person gave that the kiss of approval. It was a half-ass apology, blaming his youthful indiscretions and completely glossing over all the ways he never had their back, and he made it sound like he just didn't have their back once. Yeah, <laughs> it's isn't it? amazing and like if i were on the pr team and like i understand you gotta run a business too but i just wouldn't want to associate with that yeah even jessica's team like there's a complicity all around right and i wonder if she might be at the end of her rope jessica beal because he did blatantly cheat on her with that co-star from crushed or whatever yeah. that yeah. movie was in the pictures in at the Addison house yep. right on bourbon <laughs> yeah. street up on there. the balcony mm-hmm. with his hand up her skirt you really don't care yep. if you're doing that kind of stuff. And he did this on Britney all the time. All he the time. cheated the whole time they were together. Like right. my boyfriend and I, when we were 18, 19, oh, 20, we'll <laughs> back to you. Here we we pretended to be faithful to each other. Okay, we're we really weren't. Because <laughs> you, did you speak? Yeah. Yeah, I know it. I know it. <laughs> I've got a question to ask you, but it's going to take me two chapters to get there right, first. Right, right. Ryan, will you stay with us, though? Sure. All yeah, because right. we do have to Hollywood speak. Yeah. Uh-oh. You do think this is a tough place for his people. Well, I mean, it's tough if you want to stick with it. Yeah. If you okay. want to commit to being a part of that narrative. Okay. All right. Ooh. Oh, wow. All right. Snap. No kidding. <laughs> this is Lori and Julia. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, gang, it's Lori and Julia here for Hammer and Exploring Solutions. And oh my gosh, there's so many great things at Hammer and right now in all their locations. And the new one, the brand new one, is in Hudson, right off um, 94 on the northern side. It's so gorgeous. So huge, the beautiful vault room. And in the vault, they have all this exquisite carpet. You know, they really, there isn't anything that they can't do. You know, they live by, it's by a marina, so... We were talking about pontoon boat flooring. We're talking mm-hmm. about area rugs, different things you can do. We're talking about 
doing your floors. They've got the natural wood selection with the veneer and the solid wood. And and they can match your wood floors so, yeah, as well. If you're trying to restore an older right. house or something that has floors that are real narrow, they can do that. Flooring does everything. And the beautiful carpets and they have all the bulk stuff that they have there that you can get excellent pricing on. They've got a designer there. They have that best pricing installers. You're going to love them. Tell them the girl sent you. So, what are you trying to say? Okay, I can't Hollywood wait to speak. give this to you All guys right. for a Hollywood Ryan speak. Ryan McEnany is still yes. with us from the famous Bailey Nurseries, a yeah. global empire and growing amazing plants. Uh, uh, yes, and he's our PR, you know, Slim Shady. Yeah, we used to call you PR Deep Throat, but yes. you, we're just going to call you, that's, I like Slim Shady. Do you like that? <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense I don't know that, but I just we'll like saying it. that. We'll go with it. Okay, and so, our friend. So uh, here's the quote. Last week it was reported that Tom Brady and Arena Shake had called it quit after things reportedly fizzled out, otherwise known as they were done boinking. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, that was quick. And a source claimed, well, you know what? Sometimes there is nothing better than a, like a two-month fling. Boom, get in and out. I'm glad you gave it that length of time because I thought you were going to say two weeks. <laughs> oh, well, that's, been, you know. But when but you've like, got money and you can travel, you might as well extend it, right? Yes, it can be longer, two weeks. <laughs> that's right. So anyway, now for some reason, a source is claiming that Tom Brady would still be likely dating Arena, quote unquote, but he doesn't, he doesn't like her have time, quote unquote, for love. So I feel he, like. What is he's, that? Well, he's getting out of his marriage and he's sowing his oats for yeah, a little there bit. You and go. you know what? Right. Why not? Good That's for him. That's right. He doesn't have time to fall in love. He's busy with a whole card. And if you've seen his pictures from the yacht. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is a good flex, isn't it? And he's busy being the global ambassador for, for Delta, Delta that he's never flown in his life. <laughs> that was the worst money Ed Bastian has oh ever spent in the market. But it got us department. talking about it. Yeah, it did. Yeah, but, but then it, they hired him and, and immediately, they, you know, just hacked up the frequent flyer program oh, and made everyone mad. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Okay, I've got Okay. One. Okay, Tell Dame us. Joan Collins um, Dame, has yeah. a new book out, a new memoir that we have love to get that. behind the shoulder pads. Oh, Tales I Tell My Friends. Mm. And so... At her very and at 90, think of all the stories she <laughs> oh, If she can remember, I'm so impressed by people. So she was at the Met Gala for her very first time in 2019. <gasps> Only and 2019? That's yes, that's it. That's scandalous. Shameful. 20, in a winter. Shame. 2019. And um, she said Cher was performing. Oh. And she said, uh, according to her, a brawl occurred. When Harry Styles, 29-year-old Harry, kept dancing and singing along to Cher during her performance and jumped up on the table and danced and blocked everyone's view. Oh, no. People were so pissed at him. She talked about his bad matters. That it was just like, what are you doing? Time and place, Mr. Styles. And so she's ratting out a fellow Brit, so she was really <laughs> she's annoying. really mad. <laughs> right. And I think I just deleted it, but she was on Graham Norton, not this past weekend, but the one before, and I love Graham Norton. When he love. Sits, love. And I think I deleted this one, so I bummed, Shoot. but she said, I loved my first Met Ball. I would certainly go again in a heartbeat, although at $30,000 a seat, I'll wait to be invited. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. No Can kidding. you imagine? No, I thought it was way more, so that's... Well, and also, like, why wouldn't she just be invited every time? 100%.
percent. Invite the icons. I have this radical idea. I know it'll never ever happen or whatever, but I really wish that the Met Gala would do a celebration of like Bob Mackie and costume designers of the theater and you know world of entertainment that would be such an incredible exhibition people would have so much fun and he is a living legend that would be so fun and think of like all the people that would come and could like recreate some of the masterpieces oh. of stage and could screen this ever happen uh, well i mean we can just talk to yeah, vogue i mean well yeah, yeah. Anna, are you listening <laughs> yes we'd like to bring something to the people we've so we've had some conversations with them because you know of course i just like to do all the things. And, see, you could make and, it look beautiful. Yeah, so we want to do all our flowers. So oh. we have met with Vogue Ryan, about the Met Gala and Raul, who does their flowers. Well, go so ahead like, let's just have this conversation. Can we conversation. be the workers in the white suits? How about the three of us do a New York trip? Yeah. And then we go meet with them and yes. pitch this idea. Yeah. Can I'm you imagine? Oh, no, Ryan. You know me. Yeah. I'm all in. But you Paul have... will be like, I cannot let the three of yeah. you go no, alone. Paul, will be with. Paul can come with. We need a sane person in the group. <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay, so you are you have some exciting news because you're going down to Waco to meet with who? I'm having dinner with Chip and Joe in a couple of weeks. Oh, you call her Joe. I Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yes. So we'll see. Have it's my first. No, nope, it's my them? first time okay. meeting them. Um, but yeah. And what are you doing now? Well, we're just having some conversations about the magazine, and Got we've been it. meeting with their their garden team. I was just in Dallas a couple of weeks ago. I met with Brooke, who's lovely. She's the director of all their gardens. And um, so yeah, we're just going to go talk about the magazine for next year. And, I'm so glad you know. your family had you work outside of the company and get this other experience. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's made it? You oh, for sure. For it's this? like it's it's a really cool thing. So our our company is. We're fifth generation. Yeah. It is. And so me and my brother are in the fifth generation. My mom, Terry, is the CEO. She's fourth generation. And she had this outside work experience. And so for our our group, they said, you have to have that. And so I, I think working, did that yeah, it's really important. And they to make it to fifth to generation, work, right? Yeah, you need to go where, like, where your name is, your family name is not on the door and like learn to work hard. Mm-hmm. And so I think working in LA just made me think bigger and differently. And I don't know. It's, I just don't get scared picking up the phone and just saying, like, hey, someone. we want our hydrangeas to be at the Met Gala. Why not? Yeah. The worst they can say is no. Right. So why not? Oh, I love you it. You were swimming with the Hollywood sharks, and now <laughs> you can dig on anything. <laughs> Literally, when I talk about my story, when I say yeah. I came back to the nursery, uh-huh. I'm like, I wanted to be around some sane people mm-hmm. and clients that don't talk back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the hydrangeas will die sometimes if they get mad at us, but or if like uh, Olivia and I do, or we forget to water them, uh, they might do that, but it's all right. Okay, so you were just on Twin Cities Live about yes. this very subject, extending the length of your hydrangeas. You cut them. Is Can we cut them off now? and bring them inside yep. as they're starting to get a little crunchy on the stem bring them in you don't have to hang them upside down do all that work just put them in a couple inches of water let the plant suck it up and the water naturally evaporate and that'll help keep them dried all season the the petals don't cup and you can maintain the color so if you have a really bright one like the pop star we we're talking yes. about or summer crush you can maintain that for years isn't that amazing mm-hmm this and is I, such a random, fun conversation. No, Let's talk about hydrangeas and Let's Mariah. do it. Let's do it. Okay, now, who who were you the most starstruck by? Jennifer Garner. I loved Alias. It was oh, like yeah. my show of all time. And I remember we were at the Golden Globes, and we used to do the in-style party there. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, that party, like all the parties at the same hotel as the award show. And so I was leaving the carpet and almost physically ran into her. And it was like, 
the heavens opened you up. You fell and, into her dimples. And she's just like the nicest human being of all time. Mm-hmm. She is exactly how you would hope that she is. Mm-hmm. She is. Yeah, just lovely. So that was my, that that's, was like my moment of being life. starstruck. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you ever have a thing for John Stamos? This book, I'm reading his book right now. I mean, he is... We saw him once on the red carpet, and we could not believe how devastatingly handsome he's beyond. Yep. Like, he's really... Speaking about cheating drama... Who? Oh. Well, did you not hear the story Tony about Danza? Tony Danza? Oh, yeah. yes. But Terry Copley, his girlfriend, She's, has a totally different recollection. They were on a break. That they, were but, on a, they were broken up. <laughs> but he's broken up again today and said, that isn't true. Yeah, well, all right. I love it, tit for tat yep. in a memoir. All the drama. All well, right, Terry's we'll just it. glad somebody's like remembering <laughs> her. She might get invited on something. And <laughs> she got forgotten about. No one has seen her on anything. <laughs> You know, good for her. You know, I would give interview <laughs> after interview. I need to look up who she was. She looked like Heather Locklear and Farrah Fawcett had a baby. It's like the Travis Kelsey ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Taking it the limelight for any second yeah, she just, can get. Do you love T-Swift? Do you love the rom-com of 2023? We okay, well, this is a whole other segment. Right. T-Swift is not my favorite human. Oh. But because she was mean to me once and oh, I haven't let it go from 15 it. years okay. ago. We understand. <laughs> TBD. But yes, I love it. You're coming back in a couple weeks yeah. to chat about yeah, this. We'll talk Very about subject. Yes. Brian, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.